When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Oh, we are back. We are so back on Vikings Ventline. What's going on, everyone? Executive producer Declan Goff here. The off-season edition of Vikings Ventline has returned. The regular season edition, of course, ended a little prematurely, a little sooner than we wanted to for the Vikings season, but now we got the off-season edition rolling. Every Sunday still right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Of course, we're on Apple, Spotify, and Score North app as well. That's where you listen to these podcasts. Uh, I am so excited to talk to my guys Chase and Dave here just a little bit. Preview the offseason. Talk about uh, this last previous season with the Vikings as well. And of course, if you want to get in on this action, if you want to get in on a future episode, I should say, of Vikings Ventline, shoot me an email just just like you do on the normal show. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. I uh, would love to put you guys in queue. would love to talk to as many Vikings fans as we can here. We got, what, six to eight months? Who's counting? Until uh, the next Vikings season starts. So there will be plenty of editions of Vikings Ventline to go around. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, it's scrolling across the bottom of the screen of the YouTube channel. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com if that's something you're interested in. in and uh, shoot me an email. We'd love to hear from you. Of course, we're sponsored by our friends at TCL and, of course, of course Surly Brewing Products. Uh, go enjoy a nice Surly. It's the weekend. Hope you're enjoying it. You got Championship Sunday, obviously. You got plenty of football options. So go check out those great products that Surly Brewing has to offer. Of course, this is Vikings Ventline again on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We got a few good things to talk about with my guys Chase and Dave. So let's waste no more time here. Let's get these guys on. Chase, Dave, what's up, fellas? How we doing? Good, Dex. Nice. You guys are regulars here. Lawyer Chase has been, uh, we've utilized him, Dave, for numerous uh, rulings and write that down and other things. So I'm glad uh, Chase has always been able to help us out here. Dave, you're, you're a loyal fan to a Purple Daily. You've been on Write That Down before. So appreciate you guys uh, coming on Vikings Ventline here. Anytime, Dex. All right, boys. Always happy to be on. Yeah. Let's start, let's start this off here. Uh, Chase, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I want to know what's the number one thing that you want to see the Vikings do this offseason. This could go any place you want it to go. You're the first guy in the tee box here. What's the number one thing you want to see the Vikings do this offseason? Well, hopefully I just get on base at this point, Declan. I think when you talk about the number one thing you got to do, you look at your number one player. J.J. is like Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me the money. <laughs> you need to lock him up. You also need to understand what he wants for the future because he's not a diva. We can't have a dig situation. Okay, he can't be demanding a trade. You lock him up. You find out what he wants for the future, and you ride with that guy. I like that. Yeah, I mean, he's entering now what year four. He's kind of can start those contract extension talks if you want to. You can uh, 
had the fifth year option, which will probably be exercised here in a, in a few months for next season. But then you got to pay this man, right? I mean, he's a game changing wide receiver, and uh, and obviously the Vikes would love to lock him up long term. To your point, certainly don't want to see another Stefan Diggs 2.0 situation kind of rear its ugly head. Why don't you pay this guy? That'll keep him happy here and keep him in Minnesota for a long, long time. Uh, Dave, how about you, man? What do you got? What is your number one thing you want to see the Vikings do this offseason? So whichever direction you choose, you need to pick the lane you're going to be in. Are you going to hit the, hit the reset button with the defense? Are you going to do it all the way? Or are you going to, not the way I'd go, but are you going to go full rounds and are you going to trade all your future assets into trying to build something for this next year? Do you think you have a chance this next year with whoever you bring in defensively, whoever your defensive coordinator is going to be, which, you know, there's still names floating around, and we'll, we probably might touch on that, but pick your lane and do it soon. Because the sooner you do that, the better you may be able to find deals on the trade market to use your draft capital wisely. Or, you know, if you're going to tear this thing down and try to reboot it, you might be able to jump the gun and say, hey, you might get Dalvin for a fourth round pick as opposed to later on, you might only get a six or, you know, if you're going to move on from some other guys, you're going to flip Daniil, do it early. So you might get ahead of the curve and beat some of these other teams who are going to maybe try to move other players for other teams draft capital. Yeah. I think these conversations are definitely happening behind the scenes already, right? Between Quasey and Kevin O'Connell. And of course um, this episode is posting on a Sunday. So they're, they're searching for a new defensive coordinator. Who knows what's going to happen with that, but it kind of feels like the, uh, the NFL off seasons have kind of, they just, they don't ever stop anymore. Like there used to be a time, like not too long ago, five, 10 years ago, right? Like the Super Bowl happened. And then we basically had nothing to talk about for like a few weeks to a month. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, Black Monday hits, the Super Bowl is over with. And now we got a flurry of moves that could, that could trickle in. To your point, Dave, whether that's trading Dalvin Cook, whether that's figuring out that direction. Let's, let's, uh, let's stick on that theme here for just a bit. Chase, what direction do you want to see the Vikings kind of going? Do you want to go in that full rebuild? Do you want to just, kind of plug and tweak away are you are you down to go full rams what kind of lanes do you think uh, the vikings should pick here in the offseason I, I will tell you one thing this is a situation where you do not go full rams okay and it really revolves around where we're at as a team with our quarterback now again this stems to where what, what you decide to do with kirk cousins okay he has a huge contract i think you know, don't quote me on this, but I think it's 18 or 19% of your current cap, right? Then what conversations you've had, Declan, with Phil and Judd about this entire conversation is that you can't really be successful with the quarterback making over 13%, and that's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's the guy, and that's the only guy that should be making that money. So in terms of going full Rams, I mean, what did you expect? There was an episode with with Booney, you know, a guy that, that played in the National Football League who just thinks – Kirk is cooked. You know, when you get to those pressure points, what are you going to do? Are you going to go for it to throw that pass to JJ, to Thielen, to KJ? Or are you going to check it down because you think, well, you know, so you might be able to get three or four more yards. That's essentially what you have to do here. And you can't go full rounds with the defense this old. You got to get young guys like to hit someone, yeah. right? Eric Kendricks is not ready to hit someone right now. So we got we to gotta get back to that type of football. You smash him in the face. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's tough to go full Rams to your point there, Chase, because the defense is so bad and there's so many different holes that the Vikings have to fix here. They're beneath the salary cap space. They got to create some space. So 
Probably not the wisest move to necessarily go full Rams. Need to create as much space Mm -hmm. as you can so you can kind of figure out and plug those holes. Dave, what about you, man? If you were sitting in Kwesi's chair or if you're in his responsibilities, what type of moves or what type of path in this offseason are you going to take to try to fix this team or try to make it better long term? Sure. Um, you, it just starts with hiring whoever you're going to find a defensive coordinator. You no, know, at the time of recording, you know, sounds like Dan Quinn's going to go back to the Cowboys. So the Cardinals are kind of probably maybe floating around going to pick up Flores, which I think would be an astounding hire for them. So if Flores is not there, you know, who's your defensive coordinator? What's he going to run? You know, what kind of coverage and fronts and schemes do you need to run? And then you have to identify who can run that in this draft or more likely who can you keep on the roster that can effectively run this scheme? That's the biggest question. And to me, the biggest sticking point is who still has value on this team that if you're going to try to reset, which I would advise them to do, now, okay, who's probably got the most value? Is it Daniil? Is it Kirk? You know, those are probably your two biggest things. And uh, as maybe mentioned before, if you're not going to extend Kirk and Kirk's maybe seen, wanting that coming, okay, then let's talk about this no trade clause. Let's just keep it keep it 100 and let's figure out what we're going to do here. And if it's going to be to try to rebuild and reset, okay, who's got value and what value can you get for them? I think Daniil's probably the one that would possess the most trade value, right? I mean, he's still younger. He's a premier pass rusher. He had an interesting season where I think eye test-wise, you kind of look at it and it's like, man, he was really quiet this year. He was healthy for the first time mm-hmm. in a while. But it was a little quiet season for him, at least in the first half. Kind of turned things on a little bit more in the second. But he's probably someone that you would get the most trade value for just because of his age and his current position. You know, the Kirk conundrum's an, an issue here. Like, what do you want to do? Do you approach him and say, hey, we're going to ride this out? Uh, do you kind of, you know, bend bend the knee and 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 demand at the at, for the third or fourth time in his Vikings tenure of getting a short term contract extension to kind of give you the little bit of wiggle room you have in a short term, but then you're still kind of revisiting the same conversation and same crosswords you're always at. Very fascinating off season ahead here, boys, and of course we'll be ready to break it down here on Purple Daily. Love both your paths here. Love your both your ideas that we could potentially go down if the Vikings want to go go down that route. Um, transitioning to the NFC North here. So the Vikings won the North first time since 2017. Uh, it appears the Packers are finally coming down to earth hard. Got those man Campbell lions, right? Who were feisty bunch that kept green Bay out of the playoffs and even beat the Vikings this season. Then you have the bears who are a bit of a wild card here. I mean, they have a lot of capital. They have a lot of draft picks. Who knows? They're still the Chicago bears to me. So I need to see it play out before I'm really bought in. But with the Vikings winning the North, are they still in the driver's seat like kind of Green Bay was for the better part of the last five years to really be controlled and, and strangling holding that NFC North? Chase, I'll start with you. What do you see the Vikings kind of in the pecking order of the NFC North for years to come? <clears throat> I think that's a really interesting, uh, really deep question, right? Really, really broad question because it requires a lot of moving parts. Now, I also want to clarify a couple things here. Uh, I, I am not a lawyer. I do not purport to be a lawyer, although I will sound like one. Okay, everyone. And I don't want to bash players. I'm, I'm just spitting facts here. It's what we do in order to assess situations. We love this team. Now, you know, getting back to your question, there's so many moving parts, but it comes down to a couple different things. One, what do they decide to do with Kirk? And I'm going to harp on Kirk. This is not score North or whatever, whatever media thing you want to keep saying score North does. This is chase. So come at me if you have questions. Okay. Are you going to finally have him work with you? Or are you going to keep bending to his will? Whether or not you think he's the quarterback, 
Kirk should work with this organization. If he wants to be a Viking for life, work with us, Kirk. Okay? If we really want you that bad, you should want us that bad to make a compromise in the deal. So they go with Kirk. Absolutely. You know, at least for two or three years, they're going to ride the NFC North. Because you look at the Packers. We don't know what Jordan Love is yet. You know, nothing gets Jared Goff, but he's kind of all over the place to say it nicely. And Justin Fields, he's kind of unproven. He's shown that he can be really well with his legs, but what happens when he needs to make that pass like Kirk was this year in a playoff game? So we really don't know all those things. Now, they decide to go full Rams that we talked about earlier on. If they, let's say, I don't know, you know, you talked about it earlier. Go get Jalen Ramsey, a lockdown solid corner. The short term, absolutely, they're going to win the NFC North. But what's your goal? If you go towards long term, I actually think you're going to be an NFC North contender for a decade if you end up doing things the right way. But it all depends on several different factors. But it all starts with what do you want to do internally, guys? Yeah, that's an interesting path, dude. Um, it, 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 kind of just, it kind of starts with that quarterback decision of long term. What do you want to do with Kirk? I think they're mm-hmm. good enough to run it back to a degree and probably still win the North because the division is just kind of weaker. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you really want a stranglehold it here, you're going to have to have a potential, potentially more of a difficult conversation of where the Vikings want to head and, and, and where they want to go with their quarterback and offense going forward because the offense is still pretty dang good uh, regardless with the infrastructure of J.J. and T.J. Hawkinson and whether they move on from Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin's still back here, he's still obviously a capable back. Very interesting spot. Uh, Dave, how about you, man? Where do you kind of see the Vikings falling in the pecking order of the NFC North? So, and this is going to sound like I'm going to – hop on the negative train and go to pessimistic town, but <laughs> there is not a stranglehold by any one of these teams. Um, it, the Vikings probably have, if not the best, the second best offense in this division. Detroit is real. That's a real offense. Now, can they get the defense to match it? That's we'll see. Um, there is no stranglehold by any team in this division. Uh, the Packers, you know, my aunts and uncles in over in Wisconsin will disagree with me, but I, you're right. There is no proven record of Jordan Love, but they seem to have finally hit on some receiver depth to make that offense maybe chug along again, although the defense is vastly overpaid again. This team, this Vikings team, is in an interesting spot. You can definitely, if you do this right, like Chase said, you can be a contender for this division going on for in perpetuity, but – if you try to just push all your chips in now and just to secure one more year of, hey, we own this division, what are you giving up on the back end? If you do this right, you can get your value, still be very competitive in this division, get yourself, as we they say, get into the tournament, but you can be competitive, get yourself <laughs> in with this division without having to sacrifice one year of complete stranglehold on it. So that is the, the threading of the needle you have to try to do here which is insanely difficult. Yeah. And I think, go ahead, Jace, go ahead. To, I think just to add, like, I think it comes down to, you know, if we're just trying to solve this question, will they control this? If that's, if that's what they want to do, they can. And, and, and they likely will. Agreed. If, if their whole goal is to control the NFC North, they probably will. Now, unless Justin Fields becomes fantastic and the Lions somehow with Jared Goff can beat you two times, you know, every division opponent two times. But if if their goal is to win a Super Bowl, to beat the 49ers, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bengals, I mean, I'm excited for Joe Scheiste this weekend, boys. <laughs> and I, I get so excited to watch these guys. What is your inner goal? Yeah, I mean, when you're watching these four playoff teams, which who, by the way, the Vikings will all play next season, all these four teams that are in the NFC and AFC title games, 
Uh, you get to see them next year, and the Vikings lose a home game because obviously flips to the AFC. So the path of getting 13 wins again going to be incredibly difficult, right? Regardless of if it's Kirk Cousins or if you bring in someone else or you draft, like the path to repeat the 13 wins, which, yes, probably always guarantees you that the division is going to be difficult, but with the division being still kind of wide open, no one really with the stranglehold here. Yes, the Vikings might be preseason favorites, you know, once the draft and things start to set a little bit from the odds makers' perspective. Um, but they had to make the proper moves to really control the division, which kind of answers that question of where do they fall in that pecking order? Are they lining themselves up to control it? Are they just trying to go in year in and year out? Because uh, it'd be great, obviously, instead of the Vikings just popping up every three seasons and making the playoff, which has kind of been the case uh, for the last 10 years. And instead, can you be a consistent playoff performer and a consistent playoff team where you're controlling the division, you're guaranteeing at least yourself a home playoff game, course you'll take a wild card game when you can have it you'll rather be in the playoffs than not uh but it is a fascinating decision because there's trickle effects there of where they want to go as a franchise and how it kind of falls in the nfc north uh pecking order uh fellas another question for you guys coming up here but a shout out to park tavern which is in st louis park off louisiana avenue sports bar of the sports dad great beers great time uh some bowling there as well go check out park tavern here if you're in the twin cities metro area uh crazy season this last year for the Vikings. I know it was premature exit. That stunk. The loss of Giants stings. But man, crazy comeback wins. Um, just literally one of the most insane Viking seasons I can remember. And I, I mean, I'm only 30 years old, but at the same time, it's up there in terms of memorable seasons. So I am curious. Uh, Dave, I'll start with you. What was your what was your favorite moment when it boils down? What was your favorite moment from this Viking season? Oh, so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> I would have to say it, it's got to be the Colts comeback for me. Um, a, because I was there. Nice. <laughs> um, but you were, we sat there in that stadium and me and my dad are sitting there and fans were throwing paper airplanes from the third deck <laughs> down towards the field. That's how bored and disinterested everyone is in that game. And that second half, we just take it over. Now, granted, the Colts did us every favor almost imaginable without making like five turnovers. <laughs> but the way that game turned and you just felt it in the crowd and everybody, everybody's shift, we kicked that field goal. That's how we clinched the division. That was the best feel-good moment for me this season. You know, that was obviously an infamous moment in uh, Purple Daily lineage because we uh, made the decision to go live on halftime. We're playing that out on the phone and playing it out on the internet and watching it kind of unfold. And we obviously were live with a lot of Vikings fans who were pissed after the first two quarters, rightfully so, and it turned into a – this amazing celebration when they marched back 33 points. It was nuts, man. It was absolutely crazy, and they're able to get that big win uh, for for a lot of home fans. That was awesome that you were there, Dave. I mean, I, I was at the Minneapolis Miracle. That was pretty nuts. Uh, I've been at a lot of games at U.S. Bank Stadium before, too, but I, I would have to imagine just the euphoria of being a fan there, especially with your dad. I'm sure that had to be just awesome to see. Uh, love to hear it. Chase, how about you, man? What was your favorite moment from uh, this Viking season? So I have to provide some context. I would have said the Bills game, but I can't. By the time that the Bills had it on their, I think, their own one-yard line, I was so mad. Josh Allen is amazing when he runs the ball. He's a big body. He's going to get it forward. There's no point in watching this. I turned it off. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't watch the catch. I didn't watch the comeback. I was mad. I went, I went on a run, and I found out, hey, did you see this comeback? I said, no. <laughs> flipping away and they came back so i gotta i gotta go back to the whole idea of being you know i wouldn't say a petty vikings fan but i just i just hate the packers so of course the first game it always feels good to start the season 
with a dub against the Packers. So that's my that's my best moment of the season. Yeah, I mean, it was great to start that season off strong. We were when I was talking to a bunch of Vikings fans in this offseason edition um, this last summer, we were kind of saying a lot of fans were saying the same thing of once you start the season off strong, you kick the Packers' ass in Week One, and they were able to do that, yeah. which was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, to your point, they never really had a convincing win the rest of the year. It was all these comeback kids and these cardiac arrests and epic comebacks and big catches and big plays. Um, it, w- it was a pretty memorable year. It's too bad it ended prematurely against the Giants, but um, but I'm excited to talk to so many Vikings fans here on Purple Daily. Again, if you want to get in on a future show, uh, shoot me notice, vikingsventline at gmail.com. Uh, before we wrap here, fellas, uh, any last takes, any any last things you want to get off your chest here on this offseason edition of Vikings Ventline? Uh, Chase, I'll start with you. Yeah, I've I got to get a, a really big thing off my chest, and this is really to all Vikings fans. Look, one thing that I've learned at school, you know, not nonetheless law school or just general school in general or even common life, okay, is when you got to make hard decisions and you got to have discussions, what you tend to – you need to come with cool, common, collective minds using logic with facts presented for your arguments. And the whole thing of this offseason, what we're going to do is run it back. It's, it's not Kirk's problem. Oh, look at score North when they do this. We are, we are here because we love this team. We're pointing out a problem. The problem is not Kirk himself. He is a part of the problem. And in my opinion, truly not a part of the solution of ending one of the biggest droughts in sports, men's sports of all time, people. Let us love ourselves. We hate ourselves too much. Let's love ourselves. We deserve to win to all Vikings. Look at you, Chase. Bringing some philosophical... uh take here on the Vikings. I love it. That's why we love bringing you on here. Dave, how about you, man? Any, uh, any, any last take here before we wrap up on Vikings event line? Sure. Um, and I, maybe it's almost a piggyback off of Chase, but um, just because it's your favorite team does not mean you have to be positive Pollyanna all the time. Mm-hmm. People, it's okay to ha- be frustrated and upset with your team. It is time to grow up and be an adult about things. Yeah, your team is going to do the wrong things at the wrong time. It's never any one person's fault. It's a team game. It's not, you know, there's 11 people on the field at all times, ideally. Um, But your team is not always perfect. And you can be, you know, the us against the world mentality. Folks, this whole year, you know, analytics are what they are. DVOA hated this team. This team was like 27th or 28th mm-hmm. in DVOA all year long. Sometimes the analytics and the numbers are right. And whether you like it or not, you know, you have to accept that your team's not the best thing since sliced bread every single year. So understand what it's going to take for this team to go to that championship level. And let's make some good decisions about that. I love it. Great takes, boys. I, lo- I love this this you know perspective of, number one, it's okay to be harsh on your favorite team, and then also it's okay to also have those difficult conversations like Chase was pointing out, too. It's, it's, uh, it's the tough crossroads. A lot of Vikings fans kind of find themselves towards. Some head this way, some heads the other. Um, we welcome all of them here on Purple Daily. So whether, you're, whether you don't like us, because I know there are some hate people that listen to us because <laughs> I can see those comments, or whether you're, you're a big fan of our show, which we obviously appreciate. We thank everyone for... We're always listening and coming on Vikings Ventline. This has always been a safe space. Whether you agree with us or disagree with us, we'll welcome any of those types of conversations. Uh, by the way, a shout-out to our friends at the Kirk Cousins, uh, Crazy Canadian Cousins Crusaders. Uh, go down, go donate at KirkCousins.org, his charity. We can all get down with that. Uh, mention Purple Dilly in the comment section when you donate. 
Um, and uh, it's a great cause. Go help him out, KirkCousins.org. But yes, guys, I appreciate you uh, coming on Vikings Ventline. We'll get you on again, obviously, I'm guessing, in an off-season edition or on Write That Down. Uh, Chase, Dave, appreciate you guys coming on, man. Thank you for coming on Vikings Ventline. All right. Thanks, Dex. Yep. You're welcome, boys. You have Thanks, a good, Dex. Yep. You have a, you enjoy championship Sunday. And of course, hit the uh, subscribe button right here on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment.